State of Illinois Department of Public Welfare William G. Stratton, Governor Otto L. Batag, M.D., Director The Banner The Banner of Victory is a Challenge to New Valor Illinois Braille and Sight-Saving School, Jacksonville, Illinois Leo J. Flood, Superintendent February 1960 Number 4. Student Council celebrates 10th anniversary with Banquet Dance. On January 16th, the Student Council held their annual banquet with many teachers, students, and other guests in attendance. This year, Mr. Robert Lisensky, Professor of Sociology at McMurray College, was our speaker. Carol Jean McCarty acted as Toastmistress. This year was the Council's 10th anniversary. A free pen was given to everyone who attended. Following the banquet, a dance was scheduled. All guests were invited to the dance. The banquet was well attended. A polite and extremely well-dressed audience was thrilled by Dr. Lisensky's remarks. The dining hall staff worked overtime to prepare a delicious meal of turkey and trimmings. The evening was a fitting tribute to the many accomplishments of our student council towards good school government. Semester Honor Roll A and B Billy Brown Patty Brown Carol Jean McCarty Larry Ross Ron Johnson Larry Stevenson, Verl Wessel, Mary Heipel. Senior Bingo Party On Saturday, January 9, at 7 p.m., the senior class of our school held their annual bingo party in the gym. Many students and friends played bingo until 10 p.m. The senior class of this year worked very hard and are happy to say that the profits were high. The total amount was approximately $150, one of the largest amounts ever made. The members of the faculty and employees were very helpful and generous in making this bingo party a big success. This year something new was added to the fun. This was a grab bag. There were some valuable prizes in the grab bag as well as on display. The grab bag had a billfold, three boxes of candy and cookies, a lady's purse, and other valuable prizes, among some rather real white elephants. There was also a false cake on the prize table, which was taken by Vernon Link. The false cake contained a shrunken head, a very frightening sight to some people. The false cake and its hidden shrunken head contributed much fun to the evening. As for the cake not a cake, Vernon Link was overheard to have said, I enjoyed picking the roses off the cake and eating the icing. Movie Schedule February 14, Man in the Shadow February 21, Rock Pretty Baby, 
February 28, Run of the Arrow. March 6, Slim Carter. March 13, Twilight for the Gods. The Banner. Editor-in-Chief, Eugene Barton. Assistant Editor, Billy Ray Brown. Feature Reporters, Larry Ross, Evelyn Vandeveer. Sports Section, William Pointer, Mitchell Hughes, Richard Sperry. Grade School News, Carol Jean McCaherty, Helen Carter, Patty Brown. Faculty Advisor, John Dietrich. Braille Consultant, L.W. Rodenberg. Editorials. Beware of the fever. Epidemics of many kinds have visited our school since it was established. This is not uncommon. Epidemics occur most everywhere at some time or another. Just two years ago, our school was infested with the Asian flu epidemic. Recovery from such an illness may sometimes be a long process. However, thanks to the discovery and invention of many medical drugs, the danger of such illnesses has been greatly lessened. However, the fever that we want to speak about cannot be cured by any medicine. Its symptoms are a feeling of laziness whenever there is work to be done, and restlessness throughout the periods of school. This epidemic usually comes with spring. What is it? Of course, it's spring fever. It was stated in the above paragraph that this fever usually comes with the spring. However, it seems as though some of the students are already suffering from it. What about you? How were your grades for the first semester? Do you do your assignments? It is understandable that everyone has days in which he or she may not work as much as usual. However, we cannot afford to let up. Each bit of knowledge that we accumulate while in school will help us to be better prepared when we are out of school. Of course, it may be argued that this is only true for the high school students. This is not true. A grade school student should do his best, too. He should think of his grade school work as the foundation for high school work. Springtime will be here shortly. With it will come all the wonderful things associated with the spring. Probably all of us will have at least a slight case of spring fever, but let us not give in to its temptation of laziness. Let this be one of the best spring seasons here at our school, one of the best both in social and scholastic activities. Carol Jean McCaherty Mystery Student Last month's mystery student was Brenda Willis. This month's mystery student has the following characteristics. Likes cats, gives generously to others, has curly hair, likes Pepsis, is approximately 5 foot 6 inches tall, spends his or her leisure time in the arms of Morpheus. Sports Corner Long awaited, here at last. 
Since November, the boys on the wrestling team have been working hard with expectation for the NCASB conference, which was held in Louisville, Kentucky, on the 5th and 6th of February. Our team left here on the morning of the 4th and returned on the 7th. There were 11 entries, and the Warriors placed 5th. Three of our boys placed, and Lemuel Phipps took top honors at 112. Gene Barton got a 2nd, and Larry Donaldson came in 4th. The rest of the boys did very commendable jobs. The conference was one of the finest that this reporter has ever covered. The Kentucky school was a very fine host school, and everything was just right. The schedule of events was complete, and a lot of time had to be spent in preparing for activities that were held. Thursday night after supper, there was a pep rally in the gym, where the Kentucky school band entertained. The cheerleaders gave a cheer welcoming each school, and then the captain of each team was asked to say a few words. Friday morning, the first session was held, and the second that afternoon. That night, there was a dance with free refreshments for all. Saturday morning movies and other activities for spending leisure time were available. In the afternoon, the third session was held. At 7.30, the final session began. This lasted until about 11, and then there was a late lunch in the school gym. The Warriors placed fifth out of 11 schools, so you can be proud of your team. The four teams placing ahead entered all classes. Scoreboard Michigan, 120 Missouri, 101 Indiana, 45 Iowa, 36 Illinois, 30 Kentucky, 25 Minnesota, 24 Kansas, 20 Nebraska, 10 Wisconsin, 3 South Dakota, 2 For the next few days, some of our wrestlers will be busy getting ready for the district wrestling meet that will be held in Springfield on February 13, and after that, the sectionals. In the future, we have swimming and track. This year, we have two swimming meets, one with the Iowa School for the Blind and the other with the Missouri School for the Blind. Also, this year we are to host the NCASB track meet, which will be held May 14. There will be a number of other schools here, and we think it will be a big success. Eugene Barton Roving Reporter This month the question for discussion is, where should the prom be held? Here are some of the opinions from members of the faculty. Mrs. Dietrich Since the prom was so successful last year, I think the park pavilion would be a good place to have it this year, if the weather is suitable. Mr. Anderson I think that the prom should be wherever the high school students would like to have it, with the blessing of the administration. Mrs. Bruce 
as long as the students have a nice gymnasium, as they do here, I see no reason why they should want to have the prom anywhere else. Grade School News Birthdays Julie Gibson, 8, February 1 Vernon Link, 15, February 1 Keith Sepp, 9, February 5 Ruth Rodriguez, 13, February 6 Brenda Langworthy, 9, February 9 Judy Freeman, 13, February 12 John Schrote, 18, February 16 Tommy Watkin, 8, February 17 Linda Horman, 11, February 19 Mary Lou McCaherty, 8, February 21 Ronnie Bond, February 27 Grade School Item The recent assembly program given by the third grade Braille class was written by Miss Hill. The program was given as a means of correlating the science studies of that class. To lend interest, there was a fairy princess who came into our world out of a pumpkin. She was the wife of Peter Pumpkin Grower. The pumpkin was also made by Miss Hill with the help of Mr. Holmes. The princess asked questions about the real world and finally decided to live in it with the children. Grade School Story Trouble for Both Mary and Kathy Carol Jean McCarty Valentine's Day would be the next day. Mary and Kathy's parents had gone to visit some neighbors. The parents had wanted their children to come with them, but Mary had explained that they still had to get the names on their valentines. The excuse about the valentines was true. However, there was one more important reason for the children's staying at home. The two sisters had planned that Mary could put the names on the valentines, since she was better at writing than Kathy, and Kathy would bake a cake. Both of the children began their tasks. Mary's was, of course, a simple matter. Kathy's was, on the other hand, quite another story. Their mother did not have any cake mixes, so Kathy realized that she would have to use one of the recipes from the recipe book. Kathy followed the directions as best she knew how. When she could not find the things that were asked for, she simply put in the things that looked the most nearly like the proper ingredient. When all the mixing and adding were completed, the cake was put into the oven. Kathy knew that it took quite a while for a cake to bake, so she got out some Pepsi for herself and for Mary. At last, Kathy felt that the time had come for her to take the cake out. As she took it out, in her excitement, she yelled, Oh, Mary, come and see our cake. Mary got up quickly, and as she did this, knocked a jug of water over. However, she was too excited to notice this at the time. The girls looked at the cake. They both realized that it did not look like their mother's cakes. But after all, they reasoned, this was the first time. 
when the cake had cooled enough to taste, Mary and Kathy cut themselves a little piece each. The taste was, to say the least, awful. They each just took one bite and quit. Now they began to wonder just what they would say to their parents when they returned. In the meantime, they decided Mary could get the valentines put away for the night. Mary went into the dining room, where she had been working, and saw another mess awaiting her. When she saw the valentines in a little pool of water, she remembered very clearly having knocked the jug over. The children both went to bed and wept bitterly. Both the cake and the valentines had been ruined. They also cried with fear of what their parents would say about all the mess. When the parents got home, at about two hours since this episode had begun, they saw what a mess the house was in. At first, they were frightened when they did not see their children. But then, from the upstairs, they could hear the sound of two little girls sobbing. In a flash, Mother was at the door to the children's room. Girls, she said, what did you do while your father and I were visiting? Kathy explained the whole story, mother listening very patiently, as most mothers will. Then she told the children that she was very disappointed in them. She had trusted them to be good while their parents were gone, and they had failed her. However, she said with a sudden, understanding smile, I did a very similar thing when I was just about your ages. Therefore, if they would promise to be good in the future, no further action would be taken. Of course, the children's promise was given, and it was sincerely meant. Mother then made the children a cake. As for the valentines, there was not time to buy them, so the two girls made some the next day in school. Afternoon was, of course, the Valentine's Day party. Mary and Kathy were very much afraid that their Valentines would not be as pretty as the other students would be. However, they were the only ones who had made their Valentines, and all the students agreed that they were some of the prettiest in the class. Also, as for Mary and Kathy, they both felt that it was more fun to give valentines which they had really worked hard on themselves. The cake tasted very good. Mary and Kathy found out that the other children had also had their mothers make the refreshments, rather than trying to make them themselves. That Valentine's Day, which could have proved to be a very miserable day for Kathy and Mary, turned out to be one of the best that these sisters had ever had. 